my name is Pashan and welcome to B's Motivation Station where I talk about everyday life from a godly perspective with the hope to encourage you to pursue your own personal relationship with Christ. My current vocation is school counseling and clinical therapy. I have a master's in both educational and clinical counseling. I am super duper excited to greet you all today. I hope you all are well. I pray you enjoyed your weekend with rest, fun with loved ones, and with anything that brought you peace, joy, and laughter. I wanted to shout out that our community here has been growing so fast. And you all have been so wonderful and kind towards me and Bees Motivation Station, the podcast. So I just wanted to take this time to thank you so much to everyone that has been listening thus far and just let this community keep growing. So please share with a friend, a family member, a coworker, even someone you may meet outside the 7-Eleven. Let's just keep being refueled together. I hope you all were intrigued by my choice of today's topic title, The Vegan Christian. (laughs) Honestly, when I ran the title idea by a few friends, let's just say they gave me the side eye. (laughs) They're talking about some, what you gonna be talking about, Willis? And I'm just like, you know what? You just need to trust the process. So to those who are listening today, I will also tell you to trust the process because I know you're probably giving me the side eye too. Just because I can't see you, that don't mean I can't feel it. (laughs) So let me begin this conversation, uh, first of all, by shutting down all opportunities for arguments and debates uh, and instead offer you an opportunity to share insight and connection. The purpose of today's topic, The Vegan Christian, is only to express the similarities I have found in my new chosen diet and my walk with God. And what I mean by this is that I have experienced very similar principles in my chosen diet and in my Christian lifestyle. Now, I will also mention that this is not a right diet, wrong diet conversation. You eat what your body needs, just like I've been doing, okay? I just encourage you to solely focus on the principles I am here to express and connect to my Christian walk, okay? So if you're ready, I'm going to dive right in. As I have mentioned before, I was diagnosed with lupus nephritis in 2015, which is where my personal relationship with God took off. Sadly, almost um, about a year ago now, I had an unexpected flare-up after seven years of stable remission. Uh, And this one caused some pretty devastating aftermath. Um, One day I will share about that experience because it factors into why I'm here on Beast Motivation Station, the podcast. But I'm just going to continue on for now. But after that flare, I made some changes uh, because my body responded differently than it did in 2016 when I had my first flare up. Uh, One of those changes that I made was my diet. I wanted to remove foods that were inflammatory to my body because it could cause a slow healing process and stress to my recovering organs, uh, especially my kidneys. So the diet that best suited me was a vegan diet. My body healed very quickly, uh, actually faster than my last flare-up, even though this recent flare-up had more damaging outcomes. But all glory be to God for the recovery. Uh, I also noticed that symptoms of lupus were not as present when I cut out certain foods, which was a plus for me. 
Since trying out my vegan diet, it has become my diet of choice because of the many benefits that I myself have experienced. I am very diligent, for those who want to know, uh, with checking with my doctor and nutritionist to ensure I am getting the right amount of nutrients that my body needs. And so far, my nephrologist says I am doing a good job. So A plus for Bashan. <laughs> so now that I've given you the reasons behind my diet of choice, now I want to talk about the similarities I have noticed in my new diet and in my walk with Christ. Point number one, cutting out foods that I was familiar with and enjoyed. This was the hardest thing for me because it's like I needed a new palate. Okay, I needed a new taste for food. I actually had to relearn food, especially salt. <laughs> I had to learn what foods hurt my body, mostly my digestive system when I say that, um, and what foods my body was needing and the nutrients my body was lacking, like kale and spinach. <laughs> the food I was familiar with was everywhere, okay? It just seemed like the foods I needed were just much harder to come by or Mm, at least more effort was needed for me to stick to buying and eating foods that were good for my body and recovery. At times, this really did frustrate me because I felt like I was really just set up to fail. <laughs> I felt like my environment only wanted me to consume things I knew for myself wasn't good for my body nor my recovery. Uh, I knew the difference my body felt on my new diet, so it was hard for me to even think about reverting back to my old one so I had to keep trying to create a system so my body could continue to thrive now in the same cutting out bad habits I was familiar with and actually enjoyed just as I had mentioned that cutting out foods was the hardest part so was cutting out bad habits and old ways for my Christian walk I needed a new way of life because the old way led to death and hurt and pain I had to relearn God. I had to learn what habits and old ways hurt my soul, including my heart and my mind. Uh, I needed to seek for what my soul needed and was lacking. So you see, the old ways I was familiar with were in many spaces, and that included work, school, TV shows that I liked, and other things. And it seemed like the holiness I needed was harder to come by. And more effort was needed for me to maintain new ways and not stumble back into old ways because it was clearly everywhere. Just like my diet, I do get frustrated at times because I know that walking a Christian walk in this world, I am indeed set up to fail. Okay, I know that the world, especially the ruler of this world, which is the enemy, wants me to consume only the things I know that are not good for my soul. So I know that when I became a new creature in Christ, my soul, my spirit felt a difference. And to even think about returning back to my old creature, I literally could cry. I could. So we ain't going back. We ain't never going back. So I keep my eyes stayed on Jesus because he really is my only chance if I want my soul to survive. Point number two, judgment and opinions from others for my diet. This was a big one, unexpected, but also not a surprise. In episode one of Beast Motivation Station, where I talk about starting something new, I mentioned that I grew up in New Orleans, Louisiana. Now, if you know anything, okay, about New Orleans or even just Louisiana, you already know. 
vegan is nowhere to be found in their vocabulary, okay? Imagine rolling up to your mama's house, or better yet, your older sister's house, and everybody is eating deviled eggs, barbecue meatballs, gumbo, and then you say, hey, y'all, I'm vegan. I felt like I was going to catch a whooping. My family paused, okay, at this new information, and I know they were pondering, talking about, what is Bashan talking about? What is this girl going to eat? <laughs> my parents asked me a lot of questions about my diet and if I was sure about my choice. Uh, my mama would say, okay, well, don't go with the wind away. <laughs> and I would just laugh and say, I won't, mama. Like, I, I promise that this is the best thing for me. Now, I will say that other times judgment and opinions from people would be a little bit more political and argumentative about my diet. I would get interrogated on where I'm getting my protein from, like I'm like I'm stealing, <laughs> um, as well as people making comments about my weight and attributed to my diet instead of the fact that my body had just gone through potential organ failure and muscle atrophy from edema and it was still in recovery. Okay, now. Amongst all of that, all the while, I had to stand firm on my decision on my diet because most of these judgments and opinions came from people's unfamiliarity. And after all, I knew what was best for me. Now, just alike, judgment and opinions from others in my Christian walk felt a little bit the same. Once again, for the people in the back, I am from New Orleans, Louisiana, the South background info about me I was born and raised in a Baptist church okay my mama raised my sisters and I with the understanding that as for her and her house we will serve the Lord <laughs> my mother and father did a fantastic job in my opinion of giving us Jesus as well as keeping us in spaces where Jesus was preached and teached let's just say it like that I don't know if that's proper grammar but keep it pushing but after being raised up that way, you know, you grow up and you enter into the world where church is for the holidays and God is a hush-hush name and Jesus is a political figure instead of our Lord and Savior. Then people start to figure out that you specifically are a Christian. And the amount of assumptions, interrogations, accusations I have come across in the years of my public walk with Christ is galactic. Just like a whooping. <laughs> I've been asked the famous question, are you that type of Christian? So many times that if I bet my student loans on it, I would be debt free. Okay. There are some people who would just scope me out after learning that I was a Christian. And I will have to, in the same, represent that my walk for Christ is genuine and life-giving and the best choice for me. I do my best to steer away from arguments and debates about my Christian walk with Christ because I know it stems from either, once again, unfamiliarity or hurt from someone who has expressed that they also live a Christian lifestyle. I once again have to stand on my faith because in my walk with Jesus, he alone has the last say about me and he alone knows what's best for me. Point number three, there are very few who eat like you. I have a few friends, shout out to y'all who understand me, <laughs> that eat similarly and could relate to a lot of the experience I have had um, having with my new diet on being vegan. But when I say few, I mean few. 
Now, I will say and point out, I have been blessed with friends who, even though they don't eat like me, they consider me and my diet. So thank God for them. But I will say, when we go to a restaurant, and the restaurant thankfully has both vegan and non-vegan options, my friends be ordering they double beef patty with extra cheese and a side of happiness. And I must say, my old palate be whispering, hey, player, let me get some of that oucha. <laughs> but I resist my best because as much as I could reminisce on how good that used to taste, I could also take a minute to think about how bad I would feel afterward. So it did take me a while uh, to learn to take a step back from the desire to crave those things I knew were hurtful to my body Um, and when I mean hurtful to my body I mean like stomach aches and fatigue and chronic bloating and worst of all lupus symptoms this is the same there are very few who walk like you just like in my Christian walk as stated above in this context I have a few friends that are also Christian and can relate to the difficulties and challenges of this walk with Christ. God has been very gracious to me uh, to allow me to occupy spaces where I can demonstrate his love, grace, mercy, kindness, you name it, to friends and even close acquaintances who may not have accepted Jesus Christ into their lives yet. This can be tough at times because this Christian lifestyle is challenged heavily in those spaces. The moments of choosing God when the majority of the people around you are not, uh, but instead are choosing normalized sin. And, you know, light bulb, this normalized sin, I used to know it, and I used to participate in it. So in certain ways, I could relate to the temporary fun they were experiencing, but also I could remember the permanent scars it left for me. And by scars, I mean heartbreak. I had depression, anxiety, trust issues, and other dramas. Um, And just as I said, having very few who walk like you, I end up being left out or better yet, leaving myself out because I walk differently and I have to choose the road less traveled by for the sake of the well-being of my soul and the well-being of my relationship with Christ, most of all. To summarize this topic, Making a change that is better for your life comes with a lot of adjustments, opinions, ups and downs, and a need for an abundance of courage. I made a choice that saved my life. And I'm not talking about going vegan, okay? The changes that came from it were a learning curve, but it was worth every sacrifice to choose to walk with Christ. So I hope through this conversation, you see that this topic was not about choosing veganism for your diet, but instead choosing Christ for your life. It's difficult, especially when that choice is not so popular. The transition into being a new creature feels amazing, and it is quite wonderful, I might say. And yet, it comes with the price of sacrifice for the sake of the well-being of your soul. For me... It's the best choice I could have made in my entire life. And as difficult as it is, it can be hard in this world. You know, the Lord does say that the world will hate me in 1 John 3.13. But I couldn't imagine giving that up just because the world hates me. When the Savior of my life gave up his life so I could walk with him. So the question I leave with you is what diet will you choose for your soul? Whew. Okay. 
that was a journey but i believe that we have safely landed and as we come to a close of today's episode i want to say thank you for taking the time out to listen this week so please go ahead press that follow button share rate and review i do greatly appreciate it and as always you have been listening to B's motivation station the podcast i pray you were refueled until next time my friends bye Thank you.